Hello and welcome to Cannabis Nation, where we help guide you through the wonderful and complex world of cannabis by shedding light on your most burning questions and dankest desires. We are your hosts, I'm Susan. And I'm Nick. And this is oh, this is episode 14, and we're going to let off some steam. Yes, we are. Yes. We have some freaking steam to let off. Yes, we do. Tensions this... are high. Oh. The nation is, I mean, the world the right world. now. Yeah. Is, uh, Very is in tense. A, yeah. A tumultuous place. Yes. So. Yes. And so we came up with a new series for you. It's called Follow the Money. Yeah. And this is part one. It's cops, cash, and cannabis. We thought with what's going on in the world, we would find out where our, well, what's going what's going on with the cannabis cash. Yeah. So if you guys have been listening to this podcast, you know that we have discussed multiple times the gross, racist drug and crime policies that have been mm-hmm. put into place. And abused both locally yep. and federally for decades. 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 And we've long toted cannabis legalization as a way to stop the police from using it as a way to abuse and oppress minorities. Which they do. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, but it's not perfect. Like, cannabis legalization, it doesn't stop everything. It right. doesn't address any of the other outdated and overly harsh drug policies. And it doesn't take away the power to use those laws selectively and unjustly out of the hands of the police. police. Yeah. But there are problems even inside cannabis legalization that need to be addressed. In almost every legal state, a portion of cannabis revenue, in some, a very large portion, goes to local and state police. Yeah. Yeah. Why? um, (laughs) God, what a question. Yeah, no. In Tell Oregon, them. up to 40% of 40. the tax revenue, 40%, which is huge, huge, goes to law enforcement. Yeah. 15% of the tax revenue from the sales goes straight to the state police. Why? And another 25%, which is dedicated to quote-unquote enforcement, as well as drug abuse prevention, right. may also end up in police budgets. How does that happen? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's... How def- are we preventing abuse by giving it to people who are going to go out and bust people with a problem? Makes no sense to me. Yeah, some backward thinking. Yeah. But uh, in Portland specifically, uh, most of a special 3% city tax on cannabis, part of which was meant to help jumpstart minority entrepreneurs... Which is a good thing. Yeah, great. Uh, but it somehow ended up in the police budget. How? Yeah, which infuriated local lawmakers as well as citizens. Yeah, I bet. Who thought the cash would go to minority entrepreneurs. Like it was supposed to, like what they all said it was supposed to do. Yeah. Luckily, though, amidst the protest, Portland has proposed and approved a measure that ensures that none of this tax goes to the police anymore. So that's a step in the right direction. In Portland now. Yeah. Right. Just in the city of Portland. Yeah. Now, in California, listen to this. 20% of the tax revenue collected goes to law enforcement. Now, when you think about what a huge state... Yeah. California is. I think it's got what the eighth uh, biggest budget in the world. Yeah, right? largest economy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So twenty percent of that, right, goes to law enforcement. Now in Washington State, Drug Enforcement Task Force alone. So the task force itself 
not just not including the other uh, municipalities and state police, will receive $2,723,000 for the fiscal year of 2020. What are they tasking? Isn't the task force supposed to be a drug enforcement task force? Well, so Yeah, it, there's absolutely no feasible we, reason for this. No, if we've legalized cannabis, why do they get such a big cut? Yeah, it makes less work for the police, so why should they need the extra funding from it? Like, yeah. They, they have nothing to do with enforcing it. Uh, drug use and abuse is obviously a social issue and not a criminal one. Hello. And the police are undertrained and ill-equipped to deal with that. So why? Why are they getting money? <laughs> why are we giving – and in, at that rate, why are we giving them so much So much money. money. Right. But we can do things as an industry – to lobby for transparent and productive use of our cannabis income. I mean, we have to because uh, it's still funding police abuse. Exactly. And that's a problem. That's a major problem. That was one of the major points of legalization of cannabis was to take that off the plate. Right. So we need to change these laws. We need laws that support the communities that are adversely affected by cannabis prohibition. Yes. Versus pushing them down. Yes. We need to allow those with a criminal history to own a cannabis business. Yes. Okay. If you can have a criminal history and own a bar. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) You know, we in the cannabis industry or in a lot of states, some states you have places where you can consume. But... We're not getting, you know, people aren't getting high and then driving in their cars. We sell them a bag or a jar and they're on their way and they go home. And not to mention that cannabis itself, like the, 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 uh, is so heavily tracked, way more heavily tracked than alcohol. Oh my God. So uh, the, the rate of the even possibility of diversion of stock outside of the legal market is so much more difficult than it would be in alcohol. But still, <laughs> it's harder to commit a crime in the cannabis business yes. and, and get away with it than it is in in any yeah. any other business, pretty much. Again, so you can own a bar yeah. with a criminal history, but you can't own a cannabis Even if business. your charges were cannabis charges. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, once again, this is supposed to make it, okay, so we don't, incarcerate people for cannabis small cannabis crimes anymore but if you but if you did one before yeah no no. you got a criminal history here yeah no cannabis business for you for that cannabis charge sorry yeah yeah and then we also with that being said um we need to lower the financial bar it takes to start a cannabis business. We need to level the playing field, okay? Yeah. It costs a lot of money in permitting fees and uh, really the things that you have to go through, the hoops that you have to jump. Yeah. And you have to pay for these things yearly, okay? Yeah. It's not just like a one-time fee and you're no. done. You're, every you're year. You're every year. We have to pay something. Uh, we already, you know, in Washington State specifically and in I'm I, I in many of the legal states, minority-run businesses are a very, 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 very minute portion small of population. Total, yeah, total business, and that's due to the high cost, partly. Yeah. Due to the high cost. Yeah. Right, and I would like to see not just the leveling of the playing field, but grants created. For yeah. people to open up cannabis businesses. Yeah. Let's have some of that cannabis money be used to help entrepreneurs, okay? Of course, of course. We need we need grants for 
uh, for minorities and and uh, people to start opening up businesses. Mm-hmm. We need grants that uh, also go to Canvas Research and Education. <gasps> Shut your mouth. Yeah. Research? Right? right. Science? Yeah. No. Yeah. My money? <laughs> to science? Science? God well, forbid. <laughs> It is amazing how <laughs> these days science is such a uh, a politicized issue. I know, and it shouldn't be. It's facts. It's literally They don't facts. care if we are a Democrat, Republican, or other. Science knows no Does, party. It doesn't care. But it anyway, is what it is. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, we need we need also to give money to social programs instead oh of the police. Oh my gosh, yes. Like, okay. Yeah. To, I would like to see, when you talk about social programs, let me yeah. interrupt you real quick. I would like to see some kind of entity or uh, part of a police department or something where it's meant for mentally handicapped, where you call this person. So the police show up with this person and they're here to help facilitate this person and not to engage with the person who's obviously having a mentally uh, breakdown or bad day. Exactly. Just a division of social and criminal issues. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Because police deal with too many social issues and they're not trained to do it. Correct. We need, we need money going to some sort of situation like that. We need money going towards rehabilitation yes and and actual prevention not the prevention in the by giving money to police that it makes no sense no. because it's not solving the issues it's not solving the problems now prevention through education not enforcement right and, they're trying to do prevention, prevention through enforcement. enforcement and that's too late it is too late the lesson's already been learned and it's <laughs> and it's and you're yep. not you're not undoing anything and what is the definition of insanity doing the same thing over and over again expecting a different outcome okay. welcome to america hello <laughs> 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 that is so true. Oh, That's so true. The land where we live in trees and light our fecal matter on fire and throw it at each other. Woo! Yes, that's us. So, and Nick and I are not by any means suggesting that when we're talking about this, that the cannabis industry is going to solve all of these problems. No. There's not enough money for that. No, not even not even a drop in the bucket. But yeah, uh, yeah, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna change that. Yes, a drop in the bucket, and we can change where those those drops, those money drops go. So maybe we could start moving in the right direction. Exactly. And it's just about, it's, it's about being responsible as an industry, being aware of what we are contributing to. Yes. You know, just a, like anything else, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. As a, as a citizen, it's your duty to, to be aware of what you are contributing to, you know, the old no taxation without representation. representation. Well, if you don't pay attention to who's representing you yep. and what they're doing with it, yep. then it's basically useless. And, you know, that's something that you've heard us say multiple times. Yeah. Vote and know who you're voting for and what they stand for. Pay attention. Yes. Like, it's so important. When we've done this research through all these different podcast series, the same vein keeps coming up that there's a lot of the same players Mm -hmm. through the war on drugs and all of that, that are still with us today. And one of them is actually running for president. So be aware that yes, we live in a land where I don't want to vote for that guy. So I'm going to go vote for that guy, but let's hold this guy accountable for things that they've voted for in the past and say, Hey, you make them admit they made a mistake and they're not going to do it again. Yeah. 
okay? Exactly. It's all about account- accountability. Right. And you know, we're at an all-time low for governmental accountability in the U.S., and we need need to turn that around. And we and during this thing, we found some sobering statistics that yeah. we wanted to bring to you in light of what we just said. Now, in September 2016, which is the most recent data available for this, 47% of federal prisoners serving time were convicted of a drug offense, okay? Almost half were convicted of drug, drug offenses. Offense. All right. And that's not kingpin stuff, okay? No. All right? So also in that year, police and court costs and bail bonds fees and prison phone fees generated $100 billion in costs that were paid by the incarcerated individuals. Yep. Think of the money wheel of that, yeah. okay? That's something else that cannabis could be used. I mean, it's, if I'm being charged with something, Right. And I have no choice but to have court costs and bail bonds fees. Let's and even phone fees. I mean, let's let's make more sense of this. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's the that's why we have a private prison system. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's disgusting that the the justice system should not be for profit. No, that's a whole different issue. That's a whole other podcast. Uh, (laughs) We also we had another statistic, the statistic that the FBI reported uh, police officers made about six hundred and sixty-three thousand arrests. Hundred thousand, excuse mm-hmm. me. Yeah, uh, six hundred and sixty-three thousand arrests for marijuana-related offenses in twenty eighteen. Yeah, amounting to forty percent <gasps> of the one point six five million drug arrests in the U.S. that year. That's staggering. Yes, forty percent. So once again, marijuana-related in the states where it has been legalized. Yeah, you're taking that forty percent out of the mix. <laughs> yeah. Why do they need more money? <laughs> but I've also read statistics that um, uh, uh, charges in legalized states, charges for other drugs have gone up. Mm-hmm. But there is no correlating evidence to suggest that more people are using those drugs. Right. So instead of marijuana, they're just finding other stuff, stuff to, to do. do this. It's that weed was so easy. Yeah. It was so easy for them to find yeah. or plant or yeah. whatever. You yes. Know. By the smell. Exactly. Yeah, 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 so yeah. now they got to work a little bit harder, harder and get the other drugs. In fact, since legalization in most states, opioid use has gone down. See? Um, or medical marijuana even. It, is, it has affected opioid, opioid use in a lot of states and in a positive manner. And that's a good manner. thing. Yeah. yeah. That's a very good thing. Now, what's not a good thing is according to the U.S. Bureau of Justice Statistics, in 2018, black males accounted for 34% of the total male prison population. Now, white males were 29% of the total prison population, and Hispanic males were 24% of the total prison population male. Now, why is that? What does that tell you? Well, you have to look at the other population. Yeah. And you have to, okay, so whites, the total pop, U.S. population of males that are white is 76% of the total population. Blacks is 13% of the total population, and Hispanics, 18%. Wow. So when you think that 13% of total U.S. male population, Accounts a Democrat, for 30% yeah, of the prison population? Over 30, 34%. 34%. 
That's staggering. They're a majority. Okay, right. They're a majority when they are 13% of the total population. That is insane. That 34% of them are in prison right now. There is no way to look at those numbers and not say our system is broken and racist. Completely. And when you even, when we did our Prohibition series, one of the things that came, you know, that many people know about already is that crack cocaine... A, yeah. a big, a smaller amount of crack cocaine will land you in prison for longer than you know just regular. Yeah, I cocaine. think it, I think it was like the five grams of crack cocaine is the equivalent charge to five hundred grams of, of straight, straight cocaine, cocaine, which is a stronger version yes. of crack. Cocaine. <laughs> you actually only use a little bit of coke yeah. to make crack. Yeah. So again, when you say. Is racism systemic in the United States? Absolutely. And if you look at the way our laws are written and mandatory minimums and all that other stuff, it screams racism. We have to fix this problem. All the victories that we've had to to try to get rid of our systemic racism over the years have been merely symbolic. The problems yep. are still rooted deep. Deep. And we need to route them. Yes, indeed. And we need to hold people accountable. We need to hold our politicians and our lawmakers mm-hmm. accountable. Amen. Well, thanks for listening to Cannabis Nation. We hope this has shed light on your most burning questions and dankest desires. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Cannabis Nation Podcast. This is Nick. And Susan. Not, not ending, ending on, on a high note. note.